This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life, and that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline, a licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Welcome to Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. It's the phone number if you want to get in touch with us during the course of the show. Uh, we were talking a little while ago on radio about this uh, uh, this new affirmative consent thing, which is fantastic. Mm. It's, uh, it's being taught in California public schools uh, since they passed a law in 2015 requiring yes means yes education. Uh, so this is affirmative consent. You've got to give consent. The, wo- the woman has to give consent every 10 minutes. I guess there's no consent thing with the boys. The boys don't have to say yes to anything, right? Which is interesting. Yeah, it, it is interesting because what if he doesn't want to proceed any further, but she does, and she makes it difficult for him. Basically, can't then happen, what? Right? I was listening to a uh, podcast uh, last night, and it was uh, it had some sexual content to it. Um, Jeffy passed it along. No, it was actually has done. It was a sexually themed thing, but it was just a, like a science discussion about it. Yeah. And they started it with like, before we begin, we want you to know that, um, you know, whether you, like, and they wanted these like five or six disclaimers of like, if you don't, if sex doesn't interest you, that's okay. And if you're having what people think is too much sex, that's okay. Then they're like ninety-five <laughs> different disclaimers, and then they ended it with, and by the way, if you're a woman, only have sex on your own terms. Now let's begin. 
Wait, so men should have sex not on their own terms? I want to make sure I understand. It, it's a bizarre Only world, women literally. should have sex on their own terms? Yeah. Uh, I guess it was just an assumption. Again, you're going through these, all these disclaimers about don't, if someone says you have too much sex or judges you, it's okay. Don't, don't listen to them. And then at the same time, you're judging the entire male gender mm -hmm. as always wanting sex because they can't possibly uh, be in a position in which it's not on their own terms. Again, I mean... The disclaimer, these are I mean, all points of natural uh, human understanding that I don't need to be, probably don't need to be the beginning of a disclaimer um, about, about sex. But still, it's like these things are so bizarre. And you're right, they never address that. Never address that. I mean, it's always, it's always the woman. And, and it's more likely for, obviously, much, much more likely for a woman to be in a situation yes. that she doesn't want to be in. But the man could be too. The boy could be in a situation where he's you know, resistant or or he doesn't necessarily want to and she's oh, pushing the issue. Particularly women when, sometimes push the issue. It does happen. Oh, it happens. And to, to, to if you talk about this, that would be rape. That would be rape to these people. Well, yeah, particularly if the, when you're If talking, the guy says no and she's pushing the issue and they go ahead and do it, isn't that rape? Well, particularly when you're talking about the, uh, like, the you know, the traditional sort of like, Jody Foster pinball machine, you know, vision of, yeah. of sexual assault is obviously going to happen with men uh, over women in that because of physical, you know, strength and, and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, however, when you get into more a more nuanced discussion about it, and that's what every person who's an advocate for these sort of things wants you to do, wants you to talk about these things, and they're important. I'm glad we're talking about them more. But... When you're talking about a nuance where you know maybe someone is pressuring the other and they kind of don't really want to, but they kind of push through it, that happens on. Uh, that can easily happen on that both sides. That happens all the time. People get pressured into doing things. Uh, you know, even men. I would agree it's more common on the and other way, but now still, it's that's considered an issue. rape. That's considered rape. I, I mean, I. Well, I mean, let, let me give you this this case. We kind of talked about it off the air on radio and never got to it on radio. This this incident happened uh, in 2012. Um, a so there's a guy. Uh, he goes to his girlfriend's dorm room in mm -hmm. college. It's at Amherst. Uh, when he gets to the uh, dorm room, his girlfriend's not there. Who's there? The girlfriend's roommate. So Jeffy, if you want to walk us through the traditional thing that would happen in this situation, um, obviously uh, he's going to hook up with with the roommate. I mean, that's what happens in college, right? I guess. Hey, hey hi. Oh, yeah. Mary's not here. Oh, you're I, here. Hence are the relationships uh, that happen in college. So, uh, so they have they fool around, right? Yeah. Now the guy, blackout drunk at the time, and that is confirmed in mm. the uh, investigation that happens after this incident. They they say yes, we think he really was blackout drunk. So. By these standards, he was potentially being assaulted, right? Mm -hmm. Because the, th the theory is, yeah. if you're blackout drunk, you can't give the level of consent that's appropriate, and therefore uh, yeah. it's rape. Yeah. Again, so but 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 if that's not. If the shoe not... were on the other foot, that's what we'd be talking about. If the exactly. woman was if... blackout drunk and he and they had consensual sex, it's not. That's it's, rape. That's rape. Um, now, there are some. She has now come out and said, "Hey, he, I did not consent to that action." Okay, I did not consent to that oral sex. He said that? He, uh, he, she said that she, about him. Okay. And she said that about him. Now, was she, you know, what, what is true, right? Here's some things that might cast a little doubt on whether she actually was assaulted. Uh, number one, uh, after the guy left the dorm room, she texted another guy 
and asked him to come over to her dorm room for sex. So think about this in, in, in context. She is raped by someone who, force, who has forced her to perform oral sex on him. Yeah. And when he leaves the room, the rapist, she then texts another guy to come have sex with her. Seems unlikely. It seems really unlikely. Very, very but okay. unlikely. Then she texts, because you should be at, at that point, you would think traumatized. Traumatized, and the last thing and she wanted to do move. was go for another hookup, right? Right, right after that. Right. Uh, she also texts a uh, an RA in the in the building about her stupid decision to uh, engage in sexual activity with her roommate's boyfriend. Okay, so she says to uh, someone else that she made a she made a stupid decision to engage in sexual activity with someone else with this guy wouldn't have been a stupid decision if she were raped right it's not her fault at all if she's raped it's, yeah. it would not be her decision then she also admitted that she was quote quote not an innocent bystander so she has admitted herself that she paid played a role in this she also complained how long it was taking the second male student to actually hook up with her Oh, this is taking forever, that type of thing. She did not file a complaint against the guy for two full years and then finally mm. leveled the complaint. Now, the uh, reason uh, puts it this way, I think, to, to get you to how unlikely these series of events would be, her case, it's certainly possible that the girl was forced by the guy to give him oral sex without her consent then left the encounter with the fervent desire for another hookup, <laughs> mischaracterized her own level of responsibility in a message to the RA, and didn't realize she had been sexually assaulted for another two years after befriending a number of, vic uh, of victims' advocates. It just doesn't seem like the most plausible explanation. <laughs> it, uh, sure it, it sure doesn't. It now, sure, sure doesn't. So what's the result of this case? She brings, the, two years later, brings the assault accusation. He's expelled oh, from school. Geez. Okay. Now he is so wow. upset about this. He's now sued Amherst, and he goes to the judge and says, "Hey, uh, this is ridiculous. I need to. I can prove it to you with these text messages." The judge says she does not have to produce the text messages. Why? Because it may. Let me get the exact quote here. It may. Um, it may. You need it. Yeah, you have it. Could oh, cause psychological harm or impose in psychological trauma. On, on her. Now, look, mm. you have to have the ability to, to defend yourself mm -hmm. in these matters. He doesn't have that uh, in this particular case. And the only way he can potentially get it is to not just sue the college, but to sue her directly, which is a, a standard so absurd that you're encouraging men to accuse, mm -hmm. uh, to sue rape, uh, uh, people who are accusing them of rape. You're, you're you're making it so they have to sue the person who is supposedly victimized in this particular incident. That's just an unbelievable story. And but it's brought on but by this environment all the time, we're man. in now all the time. where they're teaching kids like 7th and 10th grade boys that if a girl doesn't say yes every 10 minutes before, during and after sex, it's rape. I I mean, that's a standard that I I just I mean it's going to I, and maybe it should for 7th and 10th graders and all sex. Maybe it's a good thing. I mean, because it's ludicrous. that you Every every touch, look, every kiss. Every look? Every, every look. I would like to look at you. Every position, position change. <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, before, during, and after sex, you have to get a yes. 
So, I mean, the 10-minute rule. after? Yes, even after. So I, you finish, and you're like, by the way, was that okay? Pre- that previous thing okay? I guess. Yes, it was. No, you know, you know what? i got to say. No, you, you know, know what? It wasn't. It wasn't. I got news for you. You're and tenth, now it's rape. As you pointed out on the radio show, 10th grader, first of all, 10 minutes is not an option. No. Second of all, if you're asking after whether it was okay, it wasn't. Right. Uh, right. In 10th grade, I mean, it wasn't. I promise you that. And in, in this case, uh, she called uh, another guy after, so it obviously wasn't. Obviously wasn't. I mean, I, that's... It, absolutely it's unbelievable. unbelievable all it's, of this stuff is crazy and we're seeing this in school in colleges um uh all over the place and again all of the responsibility on the boys yep now they share a lot of it but they do share because part of the responsibility is with the girls mm-hmm. well, yeah it, it just is well it is if it's a if it's a rape situation it's it's not Right. I mean, obviously, a, a woman can be raped and it has absolutely no. I mean, no, the consent but thing when you has talk to about go consent, both ways. It should go both ways. It has to go both ways. I, it's it's just an equal application of the law. Yeah. Right. Like you can't have different laws for you know different sexes. Like you're supposed nope. to. Every law is supposed to apply to everyone. Um, uh, that's kind of a fundamental principle of our country. Kind um, of. We took an in-depth look at this, by the way, uh, to find out exactly how one of these situations plays out in the real world, and I think you'll enjoy it. Watch. All right. goes a little something uh, like this that you're about to see. <laughs> um, I guess we're not ready with the video. Oh, we're not um, ready. But, uh, okay. There it is. Oh, there. Welcome to the finals. I'm Ted Stanley, along with Gary Veckers. Tonight, an amazing matchup between senior forward Dale Thompson and freshman newcomer Madison Avery. That's right, Ted. Dale is quite an amazing player. He has been spectacular all season long, scoring over and over again, seemingly at will, all over campus too, including once in broad daylight in the middle of the quad. On the other hand, there's Madison Avery, the 19-year-old freshman who certainly has a lot of promise, but quite honestly, she has not shown a lot of effort on defense this year. In matchup after matchup, she's made it incredibly easy to get inside and score. (laughs) No kidding. All right, well, we're ready to start. Dale slowly approaches, applies light pressure as he angles in. Wow, he really has amazing game, Ted. She seems to be completely in awe. She's, again, putting up very little resistance here. (laughs) That's right, Gary. This one can be over very quickly. (laughs) Well, yeah, for all of his positive qualities, you know, Dale isn't exactly known for his stamina. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Dale now leans in, makes a move, and oh, a, a foul. I, I didn't see any contact there at all. What's the call? Illegal forward pass, kissing without consent. Uh, it looks like uh, potentially the ref has stepped in to confirm verbal consent from both parties, a potential lip-to-lip contact. I have to say, that's, that is a bit of a weak call there, Ted. Uh, well, certainly you don't want to let lips uh, touch without clear legal consent, Gary. Okay, uh, Dale now moves in a bit more aggressively this time. Now, this is what we came here to see. (laughs) Wow, I don't think there's any question who's going to end up on top. (laughs) Oh, wow, wait, another foul. Are you kidding me? You've got to let him play out there. Well, uh, the ref has stepped in to make sure consent is fully given before any level two physical contact can occur. Level two physical contact? Ted, she already said yes. 
Uh, absolutely, Gary, but that's no longer enough. That's why we get to see this thrilling action as Dale has been presented with Form 1107B that will properly authorize the contact of the torso, navel, and even certain areas of the ankles and wrists. I say, Ted, I think Dale's probably looking for a little bit more than ankles and wrists. Besides, isn't this sort of ruining the flow of the game? Uh, I've got I've to cut you off here. Uh, yep, yep, okay, we got to get down to get an update. Let's go down to sideline reporter Dell Jackson. Dell? Hey, guys, what in the hang is going on? I'm Dell Jackson. Just talked to officials, and Dale has successfully signed an initial form 1107B in quadruplicate. And you know what that means. It's time to bring in the notary. Wow, and just listen to that crowd chant notary. <laughs> Unbelievable, Ted. <laughs> Actually, I don't hear anything at all. Uh, so, Dell, uh, the question on everyone's mind is, are you going to do the catchphrase? I sure am. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been notarized. <laughs> I love it when he does that. I really do. Absolutely. All right, back to the action. Uh, Dale moves in, trying to get to the rack. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, no, she will just not take no for an answer. Look at that. Wow, lots of contact underneath. He's trying to penetrate, but having all sorts of trouble. Uh, I, I don't understand what's happening here. Is it, is it cold out there or something? Dale goes all the way to the hole. Rejected! Oh, no, Ted, they called another foul. This is unbelievable. Real, oh, wow. Uh, can we see a replay there? Okay, here, here we go. Uh, he leans in and, oh, yeah, there it is. Are you kidding me, Ted? Just as it looked like Dale was really going to finally score here, the ref steps in, impedes his progress, and sticks a breathalyzer in Madison's mouth. I mean, this is what I would call a very specific type of blocking that rhymes with blocking. Mm. Uh, what is going on here? Well, the, the refs are simply enforcing the newest rule in the sport. The blood alcohol level of the female player must be measured before any score can be official. But it doesn't seem like she's drunk at all, Ted. Well, she doesn't have to be drunk, of course. If Dale makes any overt contact with Madison and within the previous 472 hours she has consumed any substance equal to or surpassing one sip of beer, alcoholic or not, Dale is guilty of rape. So he's a rapist if she had a sip of O'Doul's last Wednesday. Interesting question, Gary. Let me follow up. Why do you hate women? I think it's because... So before we get to that answer, let's go down to Dell Jackson. Dell. Hey, guys, I just wanted to chime in, say that I came here tonight to see some action. This is getting torturous. A lot of things on my body are starting to hurt. I'm going to go ice it down and call it a night. Okay. Uh, okay, thank you, Dell. Uh, well, the results of the breathalyzer are coming in, and... Oh, wow! She's got a blood alcohol level of 0.00000004, making Dale a full-on rapist. This is amazing. Apparently, Madison had a Hall's mentholiptus cough drop four days ago. Now Dale's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Uh, he sure is, Gary. Another dangerous criminal off the streets. But she consented both verbally and in writing, Ted. Uh, you know what, Gary? Consent is just the key that unlocks rape culture. Think about it. All right, that's all we have time for tonight. Thanks again to my rape-excusing partner, Gary Vickers. That's right, thanks, wait, And of what? course, a hearty thank you to our sponsor tonight, Rolling Stone Magazine. Good night, everybody.
actually similar to the real story yes. that we did. Yes, uh, yes it is. Very similar. It's uh, amazing. Hmm. It's amazing. It's a little disturbing, but uh, Jeffy, nice. Uh, Thank you. I think that was a, Thank I, quite again. A you're an actor, and we yeah. know you're an award-winning actor. And I get thrown into these roles. You just have to. You just have to do it. <laughs> you just have to go with it, right? <laughs> It's even amazing. though it's quite a stretch. It's almost not even, I mean, look, that's a ridiculous, you're bringing that to a ridiculous extent, but is it? Uh, is it? I mean, no. is it? I would it's say, we, it's not. in there, in the actual parody, it, it, there wasn't a repeated every 10 minutes aspect to it. I mean, it's no, almost yeah. more stringent in reality. Yes. You are going <laughs> to yes. get to that point where it's, it's you need to consent I just, every 10 look, seconds in writing. Just really my virtual reality headset, my suit, leave me alone. Which you've already purchased, by the way, we should point out. Yeah. I, I'm so. telling you, people people will do that rather than oh. bother with all this nonsense. Oh, totally. They, they really will. I it'll, was... it'll just be so much less stress in their life uh, and less uh, risk because you could easily, easily be accused at any time and lose. I mean, if you can't even defend yourself with her tweets or her texts. Her texts, yeah. I mean, it's you got you got nowhere to go. The standard is not... The, where, the place it's supposed to be. And this no. is an important point to make. It is incredibly vital that we take these things seriously. The way it used to be in the 1800s is not the right way. It should not be, uh, it should not be the standard that we've talked about in many uh, Islamic uh, Sharia ma- law countries. is not the standard. Right, that, right, okay, where four men have to, have to t- testify that, yes, she was raped. Right. Or, or whatever and, the standard she, is, and I think it is four men. Um, that sounds right. Or two, you can get, no, it's two men or four women because it has to be double the women of the men because the men are obviously, obviously more reasonable and believable. Oh, yeah, and rape? Yeah, yeah so you have to see, you have to, I mean, how are you, you got a bunch of people standing around watching your rape? That's a pretty weird standard. Yes, and so, so these it things shouldn't are... be that. But come on, the ten minute. And I'll say, rarely do I hear the left speak out about that particular problem uh, right. in our in our world, which is uh, far more prevalent than the average uh, guy in college uh, doing something like this. Um, although you mm-hmm. wouldn't note it from the fake statistics they quote all the time. No, one in five women are raped on college. Is it campuses. one in five or one in four? I can't remember. Might be one in four. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, it's might increasing be every day. One in one now. Yeah, I, and I, think I don't know. The rate in the uh, Rwandan genocide was one something in like one in fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd think that probably it's not three times as likely to get raped at college than it was during <laughs> the Rwandan genocide, but maybe, who maybe. knows? Uh, it's just, maybe. I, I mean, some of this stuff is so utterly insane. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's uncomfortable, I think, particularly for guys to talk about it because you're just seen as like, well, you don't, you're, you're, you know, they, every female activist out there that's going to talk about this is going to say, uh-huh. oh, well, you're, you're, it's just uh-huh. like talking about an issue of race. Or you know, uh, an issue of gender, or an issue. These things are you don't care about it. Yeah, it's just well, you don't care. Uh, you, you know, you you want to just side with the guy. You're like bull crap. If, if a guy actually rapes a woman and he is convicted in a court of law, if you put life in every one of those sentences, I'm going to be fine with it. Mm-hmm. I I honestly don't care at all. I want the punishment for that to be so incredibly high that hopefully, even in a drunken stupor, it deters somebody. I mean, I want that, you know, that is part of law and order, which we all respect and and get criticized for respecting. But you can't put the standard, uh, you know, I mean, the way it's handled in colleges at this point is a woman says something, whether there's any truth to it or not, a guy doesn't have a chance to defend himself, and he's just immediately expelled. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insanity. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it does, you know, as a guy, give you, uh, you know, hopefully pause to to not put yourself in in, in any of these positions. No, it's like it's um, like the the was it Harvard, the woman who uh, claimed rape, and the guy was expelled even though there was no evidence, and there was all kinds of circumstances, and I've forgotten a lot of them. But then, because he wasn't prosecuted, she didn't even go to the police, if I remember correctly, but. Maybe he wasn't expelled, but she wanted him to be, and so she wore the mattress on her back every, everywhere she oh, went. Oh, right. You remember this? It was, yeah, it, it was the right. mattress back chick. I thought it was Columbia, maybe, but I could was be it? wrong on that. It was one of those, one was, of those two. <laughs> I mean, it was the weirdest thing. And the guy was like, well, it was consensual. And so, anyway, she, she wanted him out and didn't even want there to be a trial. There, and she didn't even go to the police. And there was all kinds of extenuating circumstances that made it not look like rape and then but everybody was like well yeah she, she's wearing a mattress on her back so she, she must have been raped yeah. it was what? columbia and she, it was columbia she wore at the graduation yes she carried it up on so bad I, I, so bad and i will so say bad. this the biggest disservice done to women who are actually put in this situation yes. uh, is to say yes. they should not go to authorities with it what happens is they keep saying, well, what is deal with it in the college fancy fake court? The college fancy uh, no. fake court? That's not what place for a freaking rape trial. You need, right. When you're talking about a rape trial, you need to go to, I don't know, real big boy, big girl court. Well, yeah. Where with real if judges, actual real rape, sentences. Guy needs to go it, to jail. It's not time for a, uh, it's not even the people's court. The people's court at least had real, uh, you know, a, a, someone who was actually a judge at one time. Yeah. I mean, this is a, they'll just put it in front of administrators that have no dealings with the law yeah. or uh, any of these cases. And they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, that one sounds like he's, you know, kind of seems pretty guilty, so we'll get rid of him. No, these need to go through the court system, period, period. It's, the, it's why we have it for things like this. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to punish, if a guy does something like this, they need to be punished to the fullest extent of the law, not a slap on the wrist, you're out of college. I don't want a rapist leaving college. Oh, well, we expelled him. That's all we could do. And then they go out and rape somebody else. They need to be in prison, period. Definitely. You know what else is insane? Uh, the fact that your current phone carrier is probably using your money to undermine your beliefs. Now, you pay your bill, and then they take uh, a portion of that, and they invest it, spending millions of dollars, to remove conservative leaders from office. Yeah. It sucks. It does. And uh, you have Patriot Mobile to solve that problem for you. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data at competitive prices. Really good prices, actually. They're less than... I, I, you know, I'll give you an example of this here in just a second. But they're going to donate 5% of your monthly bill up to a conservative organization of your choice. Uh, mm -hmm. To give you the example, uh, a couple of big companies have come out recently with these unlimited data plans. Yeah. Um, and they're saying, uh, well, uh, yeah, we're going to, for less, $80, $100, $120 a month unlimited. Uh, well, they're going to give you a $50 credit. They're going to give you $500 to switch uh, with Patriot Mobile. They're going to give you, they're going to get rid of that $35 activation fee. They're going to, uh, they're going to give you a free phone. Uh, they're going <laughs> to give you a $50 unlimited talk, text, and data plan. These are all better than the that you're getting from these other companies anyway. You it's honestly, not competitive prices. We always make fun of that because it's, yeah. it's a, that's a dumb way to phrase it. In reality, $50 unlimited is better than what you're getting from these other guys. By far. By, by far. A, and by you're supporting lot. causes you believe in. You, you can't beat this deal. And, and then it helps forward things like FreedomWorks. 
the NRA, things you, again, believe in. Yeah. So go to the website and punch in the promo code PATENTSTEW, patriotmobile.com. Type in Pat and Stew to get this incredible deal. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze. Or call them at 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. And welcome, Pat yeah. and Stew. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we think, uh, President Trump, his first press conference as president, where he's doing it solo, so it's not with another world leader. Uh, where like you get a lot of questions like, uh, hey, there's a there's a speed bump on Jim Rohn in Uzbekistan. Is that going to be fixed, Mr. President of Uzbekistan? And Trump has to just stand up there mm -hmm. awkwardly. Mm -hmm. This is actually just him. I guess we were expecting him to talk about the Flynn thing, talk about uh, the uh, Puzder thing uh, that got uh, derailed mm -hmm. yesterday good, after the show. Get some good yeah. clips out um, of this. Yeah, we could. And it's, it's the first one as a president, so we're going to try to take that here coming up. It's due any minute, so we'll, uh, we'll kind of keep you alert on that one. Meantime, there's a student who recorded a professor Professor is saying that Donald Trump's election was an act of terrorism. No, no. I mean, okay. Uh, it's, it just shows the lunacy of some of these professors. And in fact, so many of them are, are just outrageously stupid. And he took this uh, video, and, and I, I think we have a look at the video here. Here it is. I'll tell you what happened afterwards. White supremacist and a vice president that is uh, one of the most anti-gay uh, humans in this uh, country. And humans. so we are in for uh, a difficult time, but again, I do believe that we can get past that. Our nation is divided. We have been assaulted. It's an act of terrorism. One of the most frightening things for me and most people in my life is that the people committing the assault are among us. It is not some stranger from some other country coming in and attacking our sense of what it means to be an American and the things that we stand for. And that makes it more painful because I'm sure that all of us have people in our families and our circle of friends that are a part of that movement. And it is very difficult. Jeez, man. Okay, I can mean, I guess? I, I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline, so I'd like to guess okay. what the fallout is. Yes, okay, go ahead. Um, the professor is not in any kind of trouble because it's no. his classroom. That's and exactly the right. The who student filmed in the classroom is yes. in trouble for filming and suspended. recording in the classroom. The student was suspended for that is unfreaking believable. You nailed it. Suspended for a semester for videotaping <laughs> the outrageous comments <laughs> of amazing. a, by the way, a human sexuality professor. The hell are you even talking about it for? What do you what, what what does that have to do with human sexuality talking about Donald Trump's election being an act of terrorism? I got to tell you, if you're sending your kids to these schools, Boy, no kidding. Uh, you're asking for trouble cuz that's what that's what they're hearing. That's what they're hearing in mm. almost every circumstance. And it doesn't matter what class they're taking, math class, they're hearing this stuff. Physics and and history and Science and all of these classes, that's what our kids are being subjected to. I, you know, I'm so glad that my two youngest boys are going to school at the same time right now. And they are uh, trying to take their next semester classes together so that they at least have each other in there as kind of backup. Because the crap that they hear, and they're at BYU. They're at BYU-Idaho. And they're hearing things like you can't believe from some of these history professors about America, about certain presidents that we all love and respect. Um, and 
about climate change and about the way the world began. And it's like, this is BYU. How is this happening here? So if it's happening at BYU, you know at NYU or University of Iowa or North Dakota State, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be practically communist propaganda. Mm. It's unbelievable. Very true. Uh, let's take a break. We have um, the uh, Trump press conference coming up in just a couple of minutes. He's going to announce his new labor secretary nominee, uh, which is, what's his name? Uh, Alexander Acosta. We'll tell you about him as well. Uh, but first, let's take a break. Uh, and we want you to uh, consider uh, taking a positive step for, you know, your own family's self-reliance with My Patriot Supply. We've talked about them for a long time. They do this better than anybody does. Uh, if you want to get prepared for an emergency, for uh, potential job loss, for anything <clears throat> that can come up where you need to make sure your family is self-sufficient, my Patriot, they will, well, they're going to take care of you. Look at 99 bucks for, for freaking four weeks. Glenn was talking about uh, the, the exodus from the uh, California dam, the downstream of the yeah. dam, mm -hmm. and how so many people got stuck on the freeway trying to get out of town. There was like 200,000. In Houston, uh, in 2005, with Hurricane Rita bearing down on the city, it was three and a half million people trying to leave. Three and a half million people all leaving at the same time. And it was an unbelievable situation that just melted down and get a little backed up. Mm -hmm. So during that particular time period, uh, everything closed. Everything closed. Stores, banks, ATMs ran out of money. You couldn't buy something if you wanted to. So if and certainly FEMA could get through to help people because the freeways were all jammed up. There was no way in. There was no way into Houston. And luckily, the the government was there to pass um, uh, price gouging laws um, yeah. that would right. make sure that no one would try to get into the area for any reason. Um, it's funny. You don't and they to, did enforce price gouging yeah, laws. I know, and they do that all the time in these it's emergencies, amazing, which of course discourages people who to to go in there because they're like, well, I'm going to just wind up losing money on right. this anyway, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to try it. Um, that being said, you don't have to worry about price gouging or supplies when you take a, a step to be you know, prepared for these things. And my Patriot Supply will do that for you. 888-411-5290 is the number. 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. Do it now while you're thinking about it. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Get you through anything. Uh... Triple eight seven two seven back. We're waiting for the uh, the Trump news conference to happen. He hasn't taken to the podium yet. Yeah, nothing yet. So we'll bring that to you as soon as it comes. We, we should say Rand Paul um, has been really uh, really good uh, for the last few weeks. Um, he has actually uh, been one of the people standing up, I think, for uh, principle over party uh, recently. Um, he is uh, pissed off at the way the Republicans are not repealing Obamacare, which I would agree with. Me him too. On. Um, he walked out of a meeting um, uh, because they were trying to find. They're trying to. That was the meeting with uh, uh, Paul Ryan. Is that right? Uh, I think it was. You might be right. It was. Um, anyway. uh, Rand Paul was talking to uh, other Republicans about a six-year promise to repeal and replace Obamacare. Um, Rand Paul left before that was over, having heard enough of a conversation. He says centers around keeping Obamacare's Medicaid expansion intact and creating Jeez. tax credits that he called a new entitlement program. Jeez. The Republican in the room rebutted that notion. And it was with Paul Ryan. You're correct, Pat. Um, uh, here are things that are unacceptable to me, said Rand Paul. If they don't seem to care what conservatives think about the complete repeal of Obamacare, they're going to be shocked when they count the votes. 
And that's, we're seeing that in the House already, where Republicans in the Freedom Caucus are saying, uh, no, repeal this thing. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't half-ass this. Repeal mm-hmm. it. Repeal it. If you want to replace it with other free market principles, sure. But don't keep a Medicaid expansion in there. That's not a free market they're principle. They're not going to. You know? Are they going to blow just, this back? I think so. I think they're going to blow it. I don't think they're going to repeal it. I think they're going to piecemeal this thing mm. and then probably make it worse because that's what they tend to do. Uh, it's just, it's really frustrating. And then the, the, it's disheartening. The, the collapse that was probably going to happen with Obamacare anyway will still happen. Right. Um, and then they'll be blamed for it. And they'll deserve every, <laughs> yes. every bit of it. They will because mm-hmm. the Democrats will scream, well, we had that thing working great and mm-hmm. you changed it. And then they'll get all the blame. It's unbelievable. I will say this, though, uh, Obamacare's mandate, the mandate part of this, got a serious blow because the IRS has decided that they're not going to reject tax returns. And maybe they've been instructed by the uh, Trump administration, I don't know, um, not to do this. But they said they will not reject returns that don't answer the health insurance question. They're supposed to. They're supposed to send it back and then you, you have to, you know, okay, do you have health insurance? Yes, I do. Because if you say, no, I don't, then you get the fine. Right. And so if you are in that position, I guess what this article tells you is don't answer the health care questions. Isn't that what it tells Um, you? And did we not say, I think it was this exact thing, which we said to people beforehand, hey, Democrats, you know how you have Obama just ignoring laws on an illegal immigration? You're not going to like that when Ted Cruz gets in office and he says, well, you know what? Obamacare penalties, don't, bo- don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not Ted Cruz. It's Donald Trump. But you're going to like this? Are you going to like this if they ignore enforcing that particular regulation? Are you going to be a fan of that one? And this is why you don't want so much power in the That's government. That's what happens when you're not a nation of laws. Yep. And, and we're not right now. Mm-hmm. We're, and we haven't been for some time. So kind of interesting. I, I guess if you just don't fill that out, you're not go- going to be penalized for it. Uh, but I don't encourage that because that would be breaking the law. Um, by the way, they do say um, uh, the change is a direct result of the executive order Donald Trump issued in January directing oh, okay. the government to provide relief from Obamacare to individuals and insurers within boundaries of the law. Now, it's highly questionable to me um, whether the it is within the boundaries of the law uh, mm-hmm. to basically tell people they don't have to pay the fine. Um, I don't I like the change, but I don't think that's the way that's supposed to happen. Uh, but that being said, that's the way we are right now. And so mm-hmm. Trump is doing essentially what the Democrats did when he doesn't like a law. He's not enforcing it. That's not a good precedent. It's not the way our society should run. Uh, but in this case, it's probably going to benefit a lot of people. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's hard to get pissed off about it, even though we disagree with it. You know, yeah. we, I, in principle, we disagree with this. I do. But I like it. I do. I like it. Again, yeah. I mean, uh, you shouldn't have to pay a fine for not having health insurance. You shouldn't have to. That's unconstitutional. So is opposing an unconstitutional bill wrong? I I don't know. Not really. Right. But you should go about it the right way way. and repeal the freaking thing. And of course, I can. The argument makes more sense in a situation where you're like, well, uh, you know, the Democrats have the House and the Senate. We're never going to get anything passed. You don't. You just you could actually just do this right now the right way. Mm -hmm. That's why it's kind of annoying. But again, I mean. It's a little bit different, right, than uh, mm-hmm. saying, I just don't think that it's the right way to do it. I'd rather have them do it the right way. And they have the opportunity to do it the right way. Use it. I'm telling you, it, Donald Trump's approval rating is in the uh, you know, low 40s, high 30s right now. Um, if things don't, they might go great, and then you don't have to worry about it. But if it do, you don't have to worry about it, that's not something you have to plan for. You don't have to plan for the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is, here is 
things go wrong, there's additional scandals, these things blow up to more than they can, and all of a sudden Donald Trump is a guy who's got a high 20s uh, in the approval rating and can't get anything passed. Mm -hmm. And then we're in a situation in 2018 where the Republicans, while in very good position in the Senate, um, though not locks to, to hold the Senate, but a very good position in the Senate because most of the seats coming up are Democrat seats, you also have uh, a House that will be in question. You lose one of them, you will never get this repealed. Get it done now. Get it done early before when you have plenty of time before the elections. You have plenty of time to worry about it. Get it done now. There's no reason to be screwing around with this. Push it forward. I don't get um, it, man. I don't get, get it. Get it repealed, and then then you can go back. If there's something no. else you want to add in um, that's a free market principle, you do that. Uh, in addition to that, if there's something... Uh, that if, you know, I mean, first of all, don't do this. But if you feel like there's something that you have to add back in that was part of Obamacare, add it back in later and make re re uh, Democrats tell you you can't. You know, if they're going to vote against you of adding in some stupid big program, good. Then you can blame it on them. But, but don't exactly, let it sit there. This is exactly why we're disenamored with the Republican, Republican Party. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. This is how they respond every single time they have power. Every single time. Yep. Uh, let's take a quick break because we're waiting for the president to come out, and he hasn't yet, but uh, hopefully he will soon, and we'll be right back with that, we hope, on Pat and Stu. Yeah, this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, they're going to, hmm. what, the scientists think? Yeah. Yeah. Scientists are proposing to uh, refreeze the Arctic uh, <laughs> in the battle against climate change. What they're going to find when they get there, if they can, through the ice, uh, which stops them every single time they try to go there, they get stopped, these, these ships get stopped by ice. Mm -hmm. That's impossible it's because it's all melted. still frozen. That's what they're going to find if they're able to get there. It's still frozen. Yeah. You don't need to refreeze what's already frozen. Well, the thickness of the ice, Pat, however, yeah. has dropped. And uh, oh, what they want to do to fix that now is put, uh, uh, you know, they want to spend a couple dollars. That's it. You know, you loan someone enough money for lunch. That's uh -huh. essentially what they want to do. Um, they just want to put 10 million devices uh, around the Arctic. And then they want the, the, they're going to be wind-powered pumps that will pump water, cold water, from the bottom mm -hmm. and put it to the uh, top where <laughs> on the top layer it would refreeze. Um, uh, and so that would mm -hmm. increase the thickness. And, and the price is... Reasonable? Yeah, reasonable. Is that the way I would put it? I would say it's a sale price mm -hmm. of $500 billion. That's not even a trillion. No. It's not even a trillion dollars to refreeze it's the no, Arctic. Nowhere near a quadrillion. Right. Are we supposed to put near. a price tag on refreezing the Arctic? Yeah. Are we supposed Thank to put you, a Richard. price tag on saving the planet? Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Huh. Because you're going to want it there if you lose it. I'll tell yeah. you that much. Yeah, you are. Um, they're saying that because the ice obviously reflects the sunlight, and, and, and what they're saying is the more it uh, melts, mm -hmm. the more uh, warming you're getting, so it's kind of feeding back into each other. This is a big part of global oh, warming man. theory yeah. as a catastrophe, which is positive feedbacks. Um, oh, you would think the, the climate is probably a negative loop. feedback loop, but no, it's a positive feedback loop, according to these mm -hmm. people, um, and we're, we're all going to die because of it. Jeffy, did you want to add to that? 
No, I, I saw you trust laughing, me. So. No, I, I was trying to remember. Actually, I was just actually trying to remember what their theory was on uh, the heating up yeah. from the water. Uh, uh, global cooling. When, they, when global cooling was the issue, they wanted to spread soot all over. <laughs> Seriously, yes. this was a legitimate yes. proposal. They wanted to spread soot all over the um, uh, North Pole so that, that it right. would it keep the heat and melt the ice caps. They wanted to melt the ice caps in the 70s. Now they want to refreeze them in the in the 17s, whatever we're supposed to refer to, or the teens. Uh, so I think it's a little crazy. Um, a little. But you know, hey, what's it, I mean? I think you give it a shot for 500 billion. If it costs a lot of money, I would say no. But for 500 billion dollars, who cares? You just try everything at that price. Yes. You know, it's That's like true. if you go to when you go to Taco Bell, and this happens to me a lot. You go to Taco Bell. And you look at there, and they have like four or five things that you want. You're not sure what combination of things that you want. What you do is you just buy all the things. Mm-hmm. And then you eat whatever you feel like. If you take a bite of one and you're like, ah, oh, that's not an A+, you move on to the next thing, you finish that up, and then you come back at the end and see if you're still hungry, which, of course, you always are, and you eat all of them. Uh, but that's what you do with, with climate things. And they cost $500 billion, you just do all of them. Who cares? Do all of the proposals. Yes. Um, and if, you, if we turn into another ice age, then you do another $500 billion propo- proposal to, to, re- to spread soot and reverse it. That's all. That's all you do. That's all you do. Uh, by the way, Taco That's Bell, uh, in Las Vegas, you can get married at Taco Bell. Which, by the way, is pretty classy. Uh, we have some video of it. Watch. Vegas. I'm totally in on that. Yeah. If I'm getting married anytime soon, I'm going to I'm going to Vegas. I'm Great going way. to Taco Bell. Great way to start your marriage at Taco Bell. Uh, Very classy. That's you're classy. saying that almost almost uh, in a skeptical, maybe no, condescending no, no. way. No, no, no. That's really classy. Uh, it's, it's freaking Taco Bell is what it is. I know. I know. Is there anything more American than Mexican food at Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. I love Taco Bell and honestly would rather um, rather have a reception there than almost anywhere. Well, yeah, the reception would be great. Really nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you don't want to get married, reception then just have your great. reception there. Like, if you're in, uh, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, you're uh-huh. not going to be able to get married at a Taco Bell. You just schedule a reception there. That's all. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Some stuff is uh, starting to happen now at the uh, press conference. Oh, there's of Steve course. Bannon. Oh, Bannon just hung out. Just, just as we, oh, have good. To, we have to go to break for the top of the hour. Uh, but uh, he's going to be coming out because his entourage has arrived. Well, Trump yeah. knows the we'll media, join so he'll, he, he'll hold out till the top. I would sure. be surprised. Um, we'll be back here in just a couple minutes with uh, Donald Trump, his first president, uh, president's uh, press conference, uh, at least in a solo fashion. That's next. And, and, uh,